0: Welcome to the Bro League Commissioner Cast podcast. I am your host, the corrupt commissioner Joe, joined alongside my co-commissioner Brian.
1: Welcome, welcome to the uh, week six recap, week seven preview for the Commissioner Cast podcast.
0: Yeah, and this was a uh, very interesting week compared to the week before.
1: This is probably the tightest week, tightest week so far,
0: lowest scoring week. Yes, especially coming off of a week where we had three teams over one seventy. Yeah, this week we did not get anybody over one fifty and we had a lot of low scoring a lot of close games tons of uh games
1: where i was i was i was looking at the matchups monday night and i'm like ooh a lot of these games man and it came down to the wire on a couple of them
0: yeah so let's get right into the injuries prior to the game starting we had CMC and Chris Carson both going on IR Rest after pe- weeks of being hurt.
1: Rest pepperoni pepperonis, man. They,
0: they could have freed up some bench spots for you guys mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, but they were held off, and now they finally hit that IR spot. Well,
1: at least they're in there now, right? And you don't have to second guess about Chuba <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I don't have to be like, oh, is he playing this week? No. Nope. And uh, you know, speaking of second guessing, I also don't have to second guess about CEH anymore. He also yep. went on IR for a minimum three weeks, so... You know, thumbs up. At least other their backups,
0: right? <laughs> and I lied about this one. Nick Chubb also had an injury. Was out last week, not actually on IR. Um, yes. Although this coming week he's also out again. Yeah. Um, I mean, but
1: Thursday night games are a little rough to yeah. come over injuries. So. But
0: well, this was a big week for injuries. Uh, big ones on the on the board. Cream Hunt went down with a calf injury. Yes. Non-contact. Uh, he's on the IR. Uh, just a strain. So that's good to hear, not, no muscle pulls. Yeah, the, the
1: non-contact sex version of it, it's really rough to see, especially because I saw the play, he was stepping backwards, and yep. leg, it looks like he hyperextended his leg or something. It looked a little rough, so the IR made sense on that one.
0: Kadarius Tony, going into the week a little banged up, was able to start, went down again with a, re-aggravating his his ankle. Yeah. Um, Still not practicing this week, I believe, but uh, he might be in, he might be out. He's doubtful right now, but yeah. not on any IR, so yep. that's good for him. Antonio Gibson, he was dealing with a shin injury all last week. Um,
1: and then he kind of dealt with it. And then he kind of got it re-aggravated during the game, for re-aggravated sure.
0: Re-aggravated during the game, limited. Um, I think he ended up being ruled out eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't practiced this week, but the coach did come out and say, if he is good to go, they're going to um, play him like he's not hurt.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he's, you know... He had that injury then going into the uh, the game and then Daniel Jones coming out and saying that their game plan kind of revolved around him being there kind of screwed everything up and that's the excuse of why the Giants got so blown out. But uh, hopefully he's able to come back relatively soon
0: alex collins i believe he played the whole game but he did come out for a few plays um he's been dealing with this uh, he's a hip and glute injury all week yep um it's looking like he might be able to start this week but he also has rashard penny behind him coming back off the ir yeah um but not too big of a deal i don't think johnny will play alex collins this week we'll see yeah ty hilton getting a quad injury uh coming back off ir yep you know getting hurt again uh, he's 50-50 for Monday night. Good thing for him. It's Monday night, so he has the extra day. Yeah, especially for um, a veteran like him. And then I guess one of the bigger ones, uh, Dawson Knox breaks his hand. Af- and then after breaking his hand, threw a two-point conversion.
1: Right. So how serious can that be if he broke his hand and then he threw a two-pointer? I mean, I know adrenaline, point of the game, yada, yada. But, I mean, he does have a bye this week, which is good for recovery. But
0: he did end up getting surgery. Yes. Um. So we'll see how f- how long he'll be out. Uh, that sucks. He was having a great season so yeah, far. Yeah. Um, and the other news that came out today, Damian Williams, who missed last week, uh, with COVID, uh, came out today that he is unvaxxed. Yeah. So he has to wait the 10, the minimum 10 days, which is on Saturday. So we'll see if he is able to play, but I believe last I heard he's still symptomatic.
1: So not good, and especially with the unvax situation, uh, having it a Saturday uh, protocol, so you'd have to get an unvax test 24 hours before the game starts, I think. Something like that. So
0: funny thing is, he uh, missed last season. He opted out of the season last season, well, and he came back unvaxed.
1: No, so you know what are you gonna do? Either way, unvaxed, and uh, uh, possibly gonna have Khalil start there again. against the Bucks. Yes, the- yeah. which is not the best for running back but hey we're gonna do what we're gonna do
0: so let's get right into it week five results Mm -hmm. we're gonna start off with dom versus johnny this was our biggest um right our biggest spread in the week yes i believe this was the
1: biggest spread at 85.53 to 118.55
0: favoring johnny johnny taking the win over dom Mm. um dom has been on a little bit of free fall after starting two zero, a little bit. I mean, he he's three and
1: three right now, so he had a win in there to soften it. But right now, he's on a two two win uh, two loss streak, which is obviously not uh, the best. I think this really comes down to a lot of his team getting injured, though. Yeah, because I mean, he out of the injuries we just covered, he did start Gibson and Tony last mm-hmm. week. So this it's a rough coming into this this week and having those injuries not only lingering, but it's definitely a, a reason why he only scored eighty five points.
0: Yep, and and you know he decided to stick with Allen Robinson, who's been off to a terrible start uh, this season. Right, DJ Moore for another week in a row, um, not showing up after starting off hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the big thing is. Derrick Henry versus the Bills defense, you know. Yeah, I think the Bills defense scoring
1: negative 7.75 is something that I wouldn't have expected. Because of Derrick Henry. Yeah, because of Derrick Henry, which he was going against, who Johnny had, who also put up another 34-point game. So Yeah,
0: so last week uh, we both called that Johnny would win this. Yes. Um, but your predictions, Brian became a little wrong. You you called Mahomes and Deontay Johnson over 30 points. I
1: said they were hot takes, okay.
0: <laughs> you did, you did. Mahomes, 23 points, nothing to, nothing to scoff at. Close. Deontay Johnson, 14 points. Hey, it's still good. Not as close. <laughs> and, but you also said Derrick Henry's getting less than 10 points, and he went off getting 34. Well,
1: okay. Again, my my reasoning for that is the Bills defense has been pretty stellar this year, and I thought they were going to be able to do something about it. Apparently not. I mean, he did only get one touchdown. So, Or, I mean, I'm sorry. He only, he got... uh three touchdowns so i mean there's not a lot you can do against that and i mean you know 143 yards just kind of picked up all the slack it's i mean but like i said other than derrick henry though johnny's team wasn't the worst this week i mean the low point in his whole team was t higgins for six points yeah other and uh uh, yeah gaskin for three sorry yeah that was probably the lowest and herbert only thrown up 11 it's got to be a little disappointing for johnny for sure Yeah, no herbert herbert had a
0: down week Uh, both teams didn't really play that well this week Mm. um Luckily for Johnny, Kamara was on bye last week, so he survives this bye. That's his biggest player. Yeah. Um, The good thing – well, besides Derrick Henry. The good thing is he has Kamara for the rest of the season. Right. Um. Though you do got to wonder, that's the last week was the first set of buys, right? So yes.
1: you have Kamara running the entirety of the rest of the season. I think you're okay with uh, it. You might be, Yeah, you, I mean, they do change it up in the, in the Saints, but you, it's something to look out for if you have early buys. Just I saying. think,
0: though, if you're Dom, you're worried right now, because yes. not only is your top two running backs in Gibson and Nick Chubb hurt right now, mm. your third running back, Chase Edmonds, has been giving up snaps to James Conner, who looks like... He might be taking over that uh, number 1 spot which we kind of knew going Cardinals. into the season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And
1: yeah, like I mean Anthony still being injured like I said, uh it's just not looking like something that's going to progress very easily. There's a lot of question marks
0: next to all a lot of his players,
1: ex- even on his bench, so.
0: Dom does get Debo Samuel and Elijah Mitchell back. Yes. We'll see if uh Elijah Mitchell actually does something or if that money is down the toilet. Still waiting to see that return. <laughs> All right, Johnny gets that win. Let's go to the next one. We got Christian versus Lolly. Mm-hmm. Um, relatively close, kind of similar to this last one. John Lolly taking the win, one thirteen to point forty four to Christian's one o two seventy three. Yes, we both predicted this was going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. Lolly taking the win. Yes, um, and. The big thing is you called for the disappointment in Lamar Jackson. I I, I don't know what it is. I think Lamar
1: Jackson, he has those blow-up games, and then I don't know if somebody watches the tapes. I don't know if he gets it in his head or something, whatever. But after after he gets a big game, he just doesn't produce. It's kind of like Julio Jones back in the day. You know, he has those, f- like, monster 40-point games and then those two-pointers. So, his stats are funny this year. It's 18, 32, <laughs> 19,
0: 19, 41, and 11.
1: Yeah, I mean, and of course it's going to be hard to duplicate a 41-point game. Yeah. But, you know, I, I – I don't know. I don't know what it is. He, he he just didn't produce well enough for Christian. But I don't think that was the only problem on his team this week, for week six. I think also uh, the fact that he had Chase Claypool only putting up three points is kind of astounding with uh, Juju after the season now.
0: Yeah, the only only I mean Christian had great scores from his kicker and defense. Mm-hmm. But uh, besides that, the only people that scored above. 10 points are Aaron Jones at 19 and DeAndre Hopkins at 19. Yeah. Everybody else is below 10 points.
1: Yeah, I mean, Devin Singletary only got seven. Higby only got seven. Hunter Renfro only got five. I mean, it was – it. it it's the kind of problem that I've been saying about Christian's team so far, where he'll have players that can definitely show up, and they have in the past. But weeks weeks that you're gonna need them, they're just gonna totally disappear for like the five to six points that you're seeing on his team right now.
0: Yeah, the biggest problem that Christian had this week was Cordell Patterson was on bye. Yes,
1: yeah. So that him coming back and being able to produce those points and put him in the either the wide receiver or running back position is definitely gonna help his team going forward.
0: But Lolly Lolly's got Lolly's got to be happy with this. He um, his top half of the line up after Russ goes down. He picks up Joe Burrow who got 23 points. Not bad. Dalvin Cook after coming back from injury uh, missing, what, two games? Yep. Uh, 21 points. Mm -hmm. Darrell Henderson, who we thought was going to be a bust uh, he got hurt early in the season. He's at he was at almost twenty four points.
1: Yeah, I mean he's just been real solid so far. And I think those three the three top options, I mean, obviously putting in uh Russell Wilson for Joe Burrow, that's what Johnny John Lally was looking for on his team when he drafted this year. And unfortunately injuries have prevented those running backs from showing up, so having them come through now and giving him the two four is definitely looking for uh looking up for John lolly
0: Yeah, AJ Brown, uh coming off injury. Um he had twelve points. Everyone else though, not good. DK Metcalf without Ross on the man in the helm. Mm -hmm. He scored under 10. Uh, James Conner, you know, we said he might take over. Um, It's 71 yards. Yeah. Um, So we'll see if he could add to that. Uh, But uh, Darren Waller has been a little disappointing the past few weeks. Um mm-hmm. and Lolly left a lot of points on his bench with Marvin Jones, Henry right. Ruggs, and Jalen Waddle. Yeah,
1: I mean Waddle getting uh nine, uh, eight and a half points, and then Marvin Jones obviously blowing up in the uh, in the game in uh, London this week. So I mean maybe it was a London call where he's like, oh, it's in London, everybody's gonna be jet lagged. You're not gonna see a lot of points there, but. Uh, personally, I would have started Marvin Jones, but overall, I think Lolly can't be. Um, you can't be upset after going
0: 0-4, then winning your next two games.
1: Yeah, no, you can't. And now that John Lolly is 2-4, he is back uh, in the contention for everything. I mean, there's uh, now there's nobody that's really separated on the bottom. Tops are getting a little scary, but the bottom John Lally definitely has one game away from getting
0: into playoffs right oh, yeah. now. So it's going to be a close one. Uh, <laughs> there's the way this this week shaked out, it, only one matchup could have went different. That would have made everything a little bit better. That's mm-hmm. our next matchup, Mike versus Chris. Yes. Mike ended up winning 140-13 uh, to 137.49. This was our closest game of the week. Yes. If Chris would have won this, we would have been back at our palindrome. Mm-hmm. Everybody would have been both in two games. Yeah. But Mike ended up taking the win, taking first place. Yeah. And he in ended, a very close He matchup. ended
1: up squeaking this win out on Monday night after Chris was playing Stefan Diggs trying to catch, play catch up. And I personally, I mean, we both call Chris to win, and that's because, I mean, I think Chris had a really good shot here against Mike. Mike even put up above his projected score, and Chris definitely outperformed the way we both expected him to, for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, this was a good game by both of them. Um, you know, you had a couple of down moments for some of, some players, but you got to be happy with both sides. Yeah, I
1: mean, the only thing I'm really unhappy with talking about Chris' team team first is, one, the fact that he had to start A.J. Dillon, which I think Chris has definitely got to fix that in his uh – running back game, which I will definitely be talking about later. But um, the other disappointing thing I think, and the bigger picture here, is Tyler Lockett only getting 4.5 points. I think Lockett definitely benefited from Russell's arm in Seattle, and I think that's going to be a scary thing to look forward to at when Russell, until Russell Wilson gets back.
0: Yeah, uh, Tyler Lockett was averaging over 25 points the first two weeks of the season. Now he's been under 10 points the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to get much better with Geno Smith throwing him the ball. Mm. Uh, Chris is going to have to make some type of move to get a running back. Um, It's only going to get worse. Uh, DeAndre Swift has a bye in week nine. Mm Mm-hmm. so that's going to come up real quick.
1: Saquon is hurt for Chris, by the way. So that yeah. is a big reason why his running back situation is a little scary right now. But um, the positive thing is uh, Saquon's not on IR. And he is trending to not come back this week, but possibly next week. Yeah, so he
0: they, they were. I think they might have been doing some drills. Um, yeah. They were at practice. They didn't actually practice. Uh, but that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not on the IR, like we said. So hopefully, hopefully Saquon will be back soon.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, again, Chris going against a lot of other people this week would have been okay, but unfortunately Mike putting up one forty points, and that has a lot to do with the rest of his team putting up double digits except for Scary Terry and Chris Godwin and his kicker in defense. But you know, uh like I mean Tom Brady put up seventeen, Ezekiel Elliott put up fifteen, uh Robinson put up seventeen, Cooper Cup put up thirty points again, <laughs> and Odell before he got hurt got ten points. So Yeah, you know. but the thing is
0: we caught we told Mike to switch out Odell. We told him to put in Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton, 19 points, sitting on Mike's bench after that trade for Devin Singletary. Right. And Mike still hasn't played him, and you know what? Jerry Judy might be coming back. Yeah, I think this was the last— Not this week. Yeah. He won't be playing this week. He's actually in Mike's uh, lineup—Cortland Sutton is in Mike's lineup today. Right. But he's waited, I think, since week two. He traded after week one. Yeah, so, so it's been five weeks of him sitting on the bench.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just it's it's production that you knew was going to come from Portland Sutton, especially against the Raiders, who aren't the stellar, don't have the best cornerbacks, so. I mean, I'm not sure why he's been sitting on Mike's bench, but uh, definitely a bit of a bonehead move there. And I think that made the list this week for sure.
0: little bit, but luckily for Mike, he's 5-1, so he could do whatever the fuck he wants right and now. And
1: that mistake didn't cost him the game, so, I mean, we can't talk anything about it. So, I
0: mean, what are we going to say? He, he, he got the win over Chris, so. Yep. <laughs> Our next matchup was the biggest matchup of the week. Um, it was me versus Gooby. I ended up finally taking a win, one forty nine forty five to Gooby one forty six fifty seven. These were the two highest scores of the week, and boy, was this a fucking stressful week or stressful game that last night? And it lasted all the way until Monday night. Yep. Because
1: Monday, uh, Gooby had Josh Allen and Zach Moss playing, and you had Dawson Knox. Yep. So.
0: Yeah. Very close game. Uh, projections were like pretty much dead even going into the game. Uh, Dawson Knox ends up getting hurt. Luckily, throws a two point conversion to Josh Allen. So mm-hmm. that kind of just negates each other. Yeah. Uh, but uh, fucking Emmanuel Sanders block. <sighs> Dawson Knox almost runs in a five yard touchdown, which would have definitely secured. Which would have secured the game, and Emmanuel Sanders gets called for a hold.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then didn't you say there was – I mean, I wasn't watching the game. Didn't you say there was a trip at the end of the game too? At Emmanuel the,
0: Sanders tripped he, pretty big. He tripped,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot of things going on uh, that definitely would have cost you the win. And, you know, within three points, that's that's a close game.
0: Luckily for me, Julio Jones got hurt. Yes, that is a big factor of that. Zach Moss didn't really do anything. But let's get to this game. The big matchups, um, the big performances came from, like we said for Gooby, Josh Allen – uh, Jonathan Taylor had a gr- had a great game at 28 points. Mm-hmm. Adam Thielen wasn't doing much until the th- fourth quarter. Right ends up with 24 points. That game went into overtime. Uh, Travis Kelsey didn't do much in the beginning. Ends up with 13 points. Right and Gooby's special teams. He had Prater getting 16 points. The Cowboys getting a pick six. Yeah, which did not help. Which did not help. <laughs> got 13 points. Did not help me at him, all. For sure, um, <laughs> but. We had some, we had some good plays on my side. Also, Joe Mixon twenty three points, um, Antonio Brown starting off last Thursday nineteen points, mm-hmm. Najee Harris twenty one points. Um, wasn't helped by my defense.
1: No, your defense getting negative three. That didn't help at all. But I, I should have not
0: played a defense. But yeah,
1: but the shining spot of your entire offense was
0: the Cowboys going into overtime. Dak mm-hmm. Prescott scoring twenty six points. And then C.D. Lamb with the game-winning touchdown to end up with 31 points, putting me just over Gooby. Um, And it was a really good game. It was stressful as fuck. I'm sure Gooby was stressful. Gooby was probably enjoying the Cowboys game until the, the end of the fourth quarter. Yep, yep. Well, there were
1: other reasons why Gooby was stressed, but we're not going to oh, talk yes. about it here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I did call that Dak was going to have a great game this this uh, week. I didn't expect CD Lamb to get a good game out of this, and he definitely
0: got a tremendous game for you this week. He didn't have a good first half. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, I think it was all he only had one or two catches the first half. Right. It wasn't until the fourth quarter where he finally turned it on, and in overtime.
1: Yeah, the overtime obviously getting the game-winning touchdown definitely helped his 45-yard touchdown. Yeah, it definitely boosted his stats a lot. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and like I said, the big thing that I think lost Gooby this match is again his running back situation. Yeah, he can't
0: choose what he wants to do. Uh, he left Latavius Murray on the bench, who. You know, didn't have a good week the week before. Uh, he ended up with 12 points. Mm-hmm. Um, but Latavius Murray is hurt this week. Yeah, so I we'll mean, see. That would have won him the game, but also the fact that, you know, he could have,
1: I mean, he played uh, Williams for Detroit and all had a ton of drops yeah. in the London game, which didn't help, of course. Uh, and then, like you said, Julio got hurt and Zach Moss didn't really do anything. Yeah. And Monday then looking
0: night. on my side, Kareem Hunt got hurt, which was unfortunate. Like, we, do, we spoke about that already. Right, right. Um, and the only good, only thing, only replacement I could have made was either playing Kalo, uh, Khalil Herbert over Keenan Allen or right Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Khalil Herbert's filling in for David Montgomery and Damian Williams. Ended up with 18 points. Right. We will definitely be seeing him this week, even <laughs> though it's against the Bucks. Yes, because we have a lot
1: of bye weeks as we se- as we will go into. But uh, before we get into that, our last matchup of the
0: week, the matchup of the week that we had. Brothers Brothers Week Part 2, Yes. Electric Boogaloo, Brian versus Kevin. Brian, you took the win, 133.20 to Kevin's 127.01, another close game that ended on Monday night. On
1: Monday night, and it was a kicker battle, because that's the only person I had. I had the kicker for the Bills going up and trying to beat Kevin's kicker, Chris Boswell, who threw up 13.6 points in
0: the late games on Sunday. Tyler Bass, I believe, only needed about... Seven points. Yes. To get you the win, he ends up getting 12.4. My man. Um...
1: And this was a really fun matchup to watch. It was. I mean, the only thing that I regret on my side is Mike playing Mike Williams over uh, Sterling Shepard. But uh, you can't really regret that. I, I mean, I do because I definitely said in my head I should definitely switch him out. But I, outside of that, I think the rest of my team played decently well. Pittman scored really. Oh well. wait, that's right. Mike Williams was hurt. Going he into was hurt it, the right? entire yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. I did the <laughs> same thing somewhere <laughs> else. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I can't complain about Jalen Hurts keeping up with Kyler Murray this week. Uh,
0: Darrell Williams, the big waiver wild waiver wire pick.
1: Up from last week, yep. 22 points. $69, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, Chuba came through with 13 against uh, Minnesota, which I can't be upset about. Jamar Chase got a touchdown. Uh, oh, no, excuse me. He didn't get a touchdown, but he got 11 points. Um, TJ Hawkinson got double digits this week, and Damon Harris literally dragged the Patriots uh, to, evict to a – did they win that game? No, they lost, they lost that game, but he definitely dragged his weight on that, on that team. He was running through guys. Did he get hurt? He got hurt. He was hurt going into that match and he wasn't cleared, but now he's cleared this week. So shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's cleared to play this week. His rib injury is now off the injury report. So So
0: going into this game, we both gave the slight edge to Kevin. Yes, because um, he
1: did put up a record a record did, game last week. He
0: did put up a record game last week, but going into this, you said you had hopes that Evans gets faded. Yep. Got that one correct. Yeah. Fournette does crap failed on that no
1: one. i saw that on thursday night and i was like oh no <laughs>
0: uh eckler doesn't do anything yeah you were pretty right on that one he <laughs> eight, only had eight seven points, points. yeah it's seven and a half <laughs> and Kyler does the same as last week which was shit the bed and, and he did not he did not he did not he did not but two, f- two for two or two, two
1: for four two for four is not bad and i th- and obviously because it was uh, a five point game uh i can definitely say that mike evans not doing anything and eckler not showing up saved my save the game for me
0: for yeah sure. kevin's kevin's wide receivers didn't do much uh Devontae Adams Justin Jefferson did get double digit points but they just got 10 points each. Uh Devonte Adams got 10.9. Yep. Yep. Uh but mm, Hollywood Brown who's been having a great season only scoring 5 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just went over Lamar Jackson so yeah. if he's not going to do well his receivers aren't going to do well. Of course, well. of course. Uh I think the biggest thing Kevin messed up on is, you know, not playing Josh Jacobs, you know. Yeah. He's, he's a he's an RB1 he was hurt going
1: into the he, week though i guess but and and with with holly i mean we're gonna go over this in a second but i think not playing josh jacobs over hollywood is not the worst move so i uh, based on previous stats and whatever you're going into the week i don't th- i don't think i would have done it i think i would have done exactly what kevin did and lost the game but i mean he had 14
0: me. he had the same score the, the week before right um but hey josh jacobs is good though he is he is so those are really it um luckily
1: brian you know you got that win got me to three and three pulled out the clutch win yet again per my namesake
0: so that <laughs> wraps up our week five results let's get into our awards. uh we got our big brain play brian why don't you take it away
1: yeah sure um so for this week because all the matches were so so close i'm gonna do uh, a very unique big brain play and uh Uh, bonehead move section here Um, the big brain plays are going to come from teams that lost and the bonehead moves are going to come from teams that won all right so for the first big brain play we're going to have benching Latavius Murray from Gooby now understandably if he would have played Latavius Murray he would have won but hear me out
0: (laughs) wait do you have these backwards
1: no why no, no, okay. no, I, like I said, the, Gooby lost the match, and benching, but I still say benching Latavius Murray was a good move. Okay. So where is Gooby's team? There it is. Okay, so he benched Latavius Murray thinking that he wasn't going to do anything. Why did he think that? Well, if you pull up Latavius Murray's stats, the week before, Latavius Murray put up four points. Who would you have benched Latavius Murray for? Maybe Jamal Williams? You know, maybe, I mean Jamal Williams, maybe for Latavius Murray, he got seven points the week before, and it was against Minnesota. Bengals aren't supposed to be better than Minnesota, and it, the and maybe Zach Moss, no, Zach Moss got ten points against Kansas City and twelve against Houston. Who Houston? I think their run defense is the only thing viable over on that in that team. So personally, I think that yes, it would have won in the match, but I going into the week with no injuries on any of the three players I just mentioned, Latavius Murray was definitely the weaker of the three. Well, thank you for <laughs> Gooby. <laughs> so yes, Gooby, even though it was it lost you the game, I think it was a good play and, and in hindsight, uh, obviously you can't do anything about that. I think it was the better I think it was the best football move you could have done in that situation, even though it was statistically wrong after the week's over. So feel a little better about your moves and the loss if you can. take, take a little take a little uh, consideration into your loss and say, hey, this is you know th- this was a good move going into the week. And that's going to be the trend going forward because next we're going to go into Christian starting Chase Claypool. Now, Chase, Clay, chase Claypool only got three points this week. Yep. So, not a good move. Chase the little points with Chase.
0: Yes. He had 20, 21 points a week before. Yes. So well, After massive. being hurt.
1: After being hurt, he had 21 21 points, and Juju got season-ending surgery. Yep. So
0: he was definitely
1: a big two option over there. And what are you gonna do to Christian? What are you gonna do? Say, hey, Christian, I'm from the future. You should start Cole Beasley, who got point like what 1.8 points the week before. He would have laughed at you and started Chase Claypool because that's exactly the right move. You should have started Chase Claypool. He was the number two option, and he's known to have blow up numbers. It didn't obviously work because he lost the match, but I think it was still a good play football-wise for the team to to put Chase Claypool in and bank on him getting points. So I agree. Uh, again, I think that was a good football move. It was a good, good moves that don't work. Out. Yeah, good. It was a good move that just di- didn't work out, and unfortunately, probably like cost you the match. And uh, the last one I'm going to speak to is Kevin, who if he would have played Josh Jacobs over Marquise Brown, like we just talked about. He would have won the game. He would have beat me.
0: <laughs> you know what's funny about Marquise Brown? Mm. I'm just going back through all the past results. Yeah. I believe that was the first time Kevin has played Marquise Brown. Uh, he didn't play him last week? He has not played him. Oof. I
1: mean, and to be fair, if all. I if I was sitting Marquise Brown on my bench and say, prove of yourself, and he got a 20-point game, I'd be like, all right, Marquise Brown, you're in. And Josh Jacobs, ooh, you're a little banged up. Get him on the bench. Let him heal up. And that exact move is exactly what I think any sane person that plays fantasy football would have done. And it just didn't work out. <laughs> it just didn't happen. Like, if he would have done the opposite and said, no, 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 you need two weeks, and Josh Jacob is on RB1, like you said before, yep. then he would have won the match. But I I, I can't disagree with Kevin's logic yeah, there. Yeah, that, that was the <laughs> first week Kevin has played Marquise Brown. and And I'm, it might be the last. <laughs> so, so those were the big rain plays of teams that lost, that made good football moves that just – it didn't work out in their favor. Going on the other side, I'm going to go with bonehead moves from people that did bad moves in winning teams yep. that it just didn't matter because we, the rest of our team carried us to victory. Starting with the same game, Kevin's game, on my side, though, like I said, I should have sat Mike Williams. He was questionable for the entire week, including like the, the pregame report where they're saying, okay, the, the, what's the injury designation? Questionable the entire week. He ended up putting up three points. <laughs> Obviously, if, some, if, if somebody's questionable the entire week, you shouldn't play him. Granted, Mike Williams has been getting 30 points in my, in my roster. So uh, Shepard and Shepard didn't get a tremendous amount of points. He only got, uh, I mean, he got 13 points. So it's, you know, 10 extra points that I would have had. It wouldn't have blown out the win, and I still won playing the bad move. But Shepard was probably the better play in that situation. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> I'm gonna disagree on your next point. Okay, so then what the, okay. so you have Wally benching and Marvin Jones? Yes. Uh, I just looked at back only two weeks. Lolly did play Marvin Jones two weeks before that. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up playing them both yeah. both weeks three points right. I don't I don't think I think Wally has better options on his team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, rugs um, and I, I mean I don't really trust Waddle, uh, but I think rugs would have been a better option. Right. Um, But I will actually give this this bonehead move to myself. Okay. Um. And by not playing Khalil Herbert, um, the Bears have actually had a very good running defense this year or running attack this year. Right. Um. With David Montgomery Mm -hmm. and then when David Montgomery was hurt and Damian Williams and Khalil Herbert uh, split carries in week five, Mm -hmm. they scored a total of twenty five points.
1: Well, I'm going to I'm gonna agree with that, that you should have definitely played Khalil Herbert, but I'm going to defend benching Marvin Jones for saying that Chark got hurt last week. Okay. And Marvin Jones has been known to produce, and even though it is a uh, London game, the Jaguars basically are the home team in London, and I think that, I mean, push comes to shove, yeah, a lot of go- uh, Lolly's receivers and everything would have been sufficient there, but Marvin Jones, I think, was a little bit better of a play in my opinion, yep. but we can disagree on that for sure. But uh again the we're going to speak about this again for the last one head move Mike not getting the last probably solid game out of Sutton is really ridiculous especially because like you said he, he traded for him in week two and he, he hasn't traded been using for in him him. week
0: two hasn't played him yet um, the big things going into this game Sutton is or Jerry Judy is not playing so right. he, you know he might have a, another chance this week mm-hmm. uh but I believe uh Teddy Bridgewater is banged up a little bit so very we'll see banged up, yeah. we'll see how this game goes it's going to be a very injury heavy game uh the Browns versus the Broncos tonight
1: also tonight's game weather it's going to be raining tonight
0: where is it is it in Denver
1: I think it's in Denver yeah Ooh. so raining in Denver not a good deal not a good deal. Uh, so, yeah, Mike not starting Sutton, especially after getting the trade for him. I mean, like, there's a lot of things that we said, you know, oh, you traded for the guy, you should start him. And I understand waiting a little bit on Sutton, but, I mean, two week two to now it's week six. That's four weeks of not starting somebody that's kind of been producing. That's a little bit of a bonehead move, in my opinion.
0: All right. <clears throat> so that's our awards for the week. Yes. Brian, right before you get into the big league bro, sure. or your bro league beatdown, yeah. I'll go over the – I'll recap what you had. Go for it. Go for it. So two weeks ago. You went on a rant against Dom. Yep, for for picking up Mike Gusecki. Mm-hmm. It actually been working out for Dom.
1: Yeah, because he stopped trading fucking tight ends. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, Gusecki, uh putting up points. I think he had 15 points last week. Yep. double digits the week before. Yep. Uh, so that's one's actually working out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like like I said, it would if he just kept a freaking tight end.
0: <laughs> now let's get to Gooby. Yeah, you had a great rant on Gooby. I last d- week. I
1: had a great rant on Gooby uh, two weeks ago.
0: Two weeks ago, yeah, because last, oh, last week was me. Was your yeah, team. yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, so three weeks ago for Dom, two mm-hmm. weeks for Gooby. Yep, Gooby has finally waived Trevor Lawrence, but out of necessity, <laughs> uh, Trevor Lawrence and Josh Allen both on bye this week. Yes, Gooby needs a uh, quarterback. Why not wave your your backup that hasn't done anything for you all this and year? Won't <laughs> ends up picking Ryan Tannehill. Don't like that. Don't like
1: Tannehill because he was on my team and he was dropped for a reason.
0: And everyone's hurt.
1: Yes, everyone on that team AJ is hurt.
0: Br- or, Julio missed last week. AJ Brown, I think, is suffering a big stomach bug. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might have food poisoning. Hasn't been able to eat anything for the past few days. Yeah. Derrick Henry missed practice two days in a row. Um, not really too concerned. He the rest. But yeah, but it is Derrick. I, I mean, it, it is two days in a row. It's Thursday. Two now. days in a row is a little
1: scarier. But I will say, Gooby, you could have had a dollar. You could have had a dollar for Trevor Lawrence, and now he's just worth nothing. Nothing yep. to you, Gooby. But uh, your running back situation is still scary, and, you know,
0: uh, what are you going to do? Uh, Actually, we just got a news alert. I'm going to go back to an injury real quick before we move ahead. Baker Mayfield uh, came out that he has a fractured shoulder. We didn't talk about this before, um, in addition to a torn labrum. So he can't throw uh, until that heals, so he... The Browns are going to be uh, hurting for a little bit.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, I did see Baker Mayfield get tackled, and uh, when J.J. Watts landed on him, he definitely had somebody call over for Mayfield real quick. Mayfield did play the rest of that game, but obviously it wasn't a good choice.
0: All right, now get back to Gooby. Yes. Uh, his running back depth, still shit. Still crap. Um, he you know he has Jonathan Taylor, who has been playing amazing. Great. I mean, I guess he's he's been putting up the points for two running backs, but... Uh, Latavius Murray's hurt. He picked up Le'Veon Bell. He just picked up on Bell. All right. I uh, mean, he was
1: elevated to the squad, but that's more of that
0: backfield, yeah. that, you know. He's running out, Jamal Williams. We'll see how that works. I don't, I don't know.
1: Gooby, make a trade, make a trade with anybody. Just put out I, trade I, proposals. I
0: looked at trades with Gooby. I can't do it. I
1: mean, at least put up some waiver points. You could add, yeah. you can add some waiver guys. And and I will say that waiver. Pe- oh shit! It went through. There oh, are. We're gonna talk about this. There in are. A there are people that there are people that have uh, options now because of the buys in this week. So putting in waiver claims or just putting in like for any of the running backs that are uh, that are here now. So either way. Those are the last. Um, those were the uh, previous beat downs. This beat down, I'm gonna go over this while Joe collects his thoughts on the thing he's. Gonna, we're gonna talk about after this. So here on the Bro League Podcast, we like to talk a lot, and we like to joke, and we like to ha ha pal around and stuff. Um, and I know, I know, I talk about Gooby's team being crap, and you know, my RB situation is absolute trash right now, and you know, stuff like that dom not dom trading tight ends and he did finally stop and got a lot of points chris this beep down is gonna be about you buddy what's going on with your running back situation man you got saquon who's hurt granted we just said it wasn't gonna be big he's not on ir yet and swift is fine but you got aj Dillon who's a gap closer at best for the running back position and you have rojo who i mean if if unless you Think that uh, Leonard Fournette's going to be the healthiest person in the world? He should probably be dropped because if I mean, there's no other because re- they laughed about trading him in a press report and <laughs> and they're obviously not starting him because Leonard Fournette's been doing amazing for them. They're going to be a Super Bowl team and a Super Bowl uh, contention team, and you're not going to drop him or trade him for anything because you know you need the depth as a Super Bowl team. So. Uh, after that Chris has got nothing I mean unlike Gooby's team at least I can say that Chris's wide receiver is pretty stacked I mean he's got Tyreek Hill and Stefan Diggs as his starters and then he's got uh Tyler Lockett who again uh, Russell Wilson going down kind of hurts and then like you know a lot of a lot of wide receiver threes down there but having having that carries his team but I think this is the weak link that's going to make it so things are going to start breaking for him I, I think I think things are going to start – like I think th- this is something that he can weather for like maybe a week with Saquon out, but if Saquon re-aggravates his injury and he's out for a longer period of time, or God forbid Swift gets hurt or goes through that bye week like you were saying at week nine, I think Chris is going to have no options. It's going to cost him games hard.
0: Yeah, no, th- this is what we always talk about, especially during the draft, that running backs are so important. Yeah. And I feel like everybody's been lackadaisical on acquiring their running backs. Um, everybody's been picking up the, all these, like, you know – these fringe wide receivers, but they're not. I mean, they might seem like they put up points, but like, when a wide receiver goes down, you could you could fill that gap real easy. Pretty but when easy. a running back goes down, you that's looking, when you're going to be that's when you're going to be hurting. You're stuck
1: between a rock and some garbage because I mean that's kind of the options on the field right now. I feel like if Chris wanted to do a trade, do do a trade for somebody, anybody or possibly go to the waiver wire now with all the buys going on you have michelle gaskins Hines, drake gainwell all of them can put you at least what five points on your roster and Mm -hmm. and be serviceable and not have a little skip i mean the fact the, the whole point i'm trying to make chris is that you only have four running backs and the fact that you told us you wanted to drop rojo before we came down here was really concerning because that means that you trust uh what dylan (laughs) AJ <laughs> yeah, to be, J. To J. be Dillon. To just aj dylan to fill in for your running backs position while barkley's out and then you have all these wide receivers that joe just said you can easily replace so not not as animated as a beat down for this one but i'm a little concerned for chris because this is not only going to count count into getting games being lost but it could depending on how long saquon's out it could possibly turn into you losing playoff spot and that's not what you want to see in the Sackle Bowl again. <laughs> so that that my personal my personal opinion is Chris should go to the waiver wire if he's not gonna make a trade and pick up a little a couple stop gaps, may and drop a wide receiver or maybe somebody just anybody on his team just to give a little more security in the running back position. That's all. That's all.
0: All right, with that, let's let's wrap up week five. We're gonna get to our rankings. Mike moves up one spot uh, from second to first. He's the only five in one team. Kevin drops down. Uh, he's 4-2, along with Johnny, who's sitting in third place. Um, then we have our 3-3 three and three teams. We have Chris rising, Dom falling two spots. Brian, you rising two spots. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have our, our section of two and four teams to f- round it out. We have everybody in this bottom half of our league at two and four. Mm-hmm. Um, I jumped up two spots to, thanks to my points from the couple weeks I blew up. Yep. Uh, then we have Gooby. Dropping a spot, Christian falling three spot, Lolly remaining in the bottom, but he is now tied with four other teams. Yes, which the two and four crew is definitely, you know, they're definitely at the bottom of the
1: pile, but they are one game away from the three and three crew fucking up yep. and being right into playoff contention. Because yep.
0: if you have four teams and two and four, that's your Sackle Bowl right there. We, we are we are one game out from, from playoff contention. We are two games out from the second seed. Yeah, so and we're only three games out from first seed, so if everything anything could change in these next couple of weeks. I don't think we've had a race this tight um, in a long in a while. time. Yeah, long time. And I expect this season to be
1: extremely close. These rankings will change drastically for in the my foreseeable opinion. future. Yeah, drastically. These 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 will uh, change in in the next in three weeks. I bet you there's going to be a total shakeup in the roster. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, I I think personally. This is going to be a fun, exciting second half of the season because after this podcast, for the next podcast, we will have uh, the halfway point of the season. So it's uh, you know everybody, everybody's you know if you're waiting for people to come off by or you're trying to say oh well you know maybe he'll be useful later. This after this week, it's the halfway point. There's only 14 games in the regular season this year, so I mean that is one more than usual. But it personally for me, it doesn't feel like we've we've reached the halfway point yet. So it after next week we will have so just be conscious of that when you're making trades or doing things going forward but anyway we'll we'll go to the uh, waiver wire so waiver
0: wire wrap up going into week 6 we had 5 moves 8 bids $34 spent mm-hmm. $41 bid pretty light week uh, big, big pickup of the week uh, Ramondre Steven, uh, Stevenson going to me for $12 yes um, David Williams was hurt a little bit uh, mm-hmm. they relied on uh, Stevenson a lot at the end of the game they did so we'll see if he gets a little bit into the mix. I kind of had to do this. Don't really have many players on the
1: team. Personally, I think that that's somebody that uh, I think both Gooby and Chris should have bid for. But in uh, positive to you, uh, Damian is definitely the running back in that yeah. situation. But uh, Stevens, does not Stevenson should definitely be the pass catcher yep. if he knows how to block for Mac Jones. That's the and only he problem.
0: He seems like a big boy. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see if he gets some play. Um, another big one, uh, Arizona defense. Yeah. I picked them up for 10 bucks. I don't, after I did it, I kind of was like, why did I do that? Especially that I have the, I had the, the Broncos defense playing tonight against The Browns, who lost Baker, who lost a ton of people in a range. All their running backs, their left, right tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kind of a little mad about myself, but, you know, Arizona defense is going up against Houston, and Arizona's defense played well last week.
1: They did. They did. And a lot of people bid on that. That was me for $4, Dom for $3, Christian for $8. I definitely think this was something that uh, me and Dom were bidding for for multiple reasons because Dom needs a uh, <laughs> defense. Need to, uh, defense this Dom week. Dom needed a defense this own. week and I wanted and I wanted the the defense to um to to, t- to obviously start if I got him obviously but to also block Dom for that. Yeah. And if you didn't bet 10 I would have done that. So yeah, no, I kind of regret <laughs> it a little
0: bit cuz they have a good they have a good matchup this week. Not so much the next week. Yeah. And I could have just kept the Broncos for free. Yeah. And and I'm low on fab, but you know what? You got to play risky, right? $10 $10. (laughs) John Lally picking up New England defense uh, against the Jets this week for $7. Good move. Good move. Uh, I picked up Tim Patrick uh, for $3. Uh, He's playing tonight on the Broncos. I think Tim Patrick is super overlooked. I think he is, but I think
1: Judy being out is definitely a big factor on that.
0: I th- I would say so. Um, he did score 10 points or 11 points week one when Judy was playing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I believe he scored double digits like every single game this, this year or right. close to it. Yeah,
1: no, he's definitely been consistent. I would be a little apprehensive on when Judy gets back to see how that continues. Definitely somebody that would be a good waiver wire pickup and stash if you can do that. Yep. <laughs> Some, he scored
0: 11 or 12 points every week except one week he scored six. Yes. Um... Like I said, need players this week. I think with Judy still out, uh, he has a chance to, you know, get me 10 points, and that's all I need from him. Right. Um, Other big one, uh, the other other waiver wire is you picked up Matt Gay uh, for $2. Your kicker Kicker is is on on by. Yeah. So, Tyler Bass. Good move. Um, notable free agents. Not too many notables. Um, I think
1: the only one really noticeable is um, Mark Ingram pickup from Mike because Mike yep. has both of his top running backs on bye this week. And, obviously, we'll get into more of that when we go to the preview. But, uh, yeah, I think that was a necessity pickup on Mike. And I think that's a really the only big noticeable one that I saw.
0: I mean, we'll go through because there's a lot of bye week pickups. Yeah. Um, so, 100%. we'll go through that during our previews. And then, just as we were going through the beatdown, yep. we have a trade alert. Yes. I've been trying for a trade all week. I I really needed it. I know. (laughs) And it finally came through, overpaid a little bit. I end up receiving Kyle Pitts from Kevin. Yep. Kevin receives Keenan Allen and Tony Pollard. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, early on in this week, I offered Keenan Allen for Kyle Pitts. Pretty fair trade, I I think so at least. Um, Straight up, Kevin said he needs a running back. Yeah. So, waited a couple days, decided to throw Tony Pollard in. Um I think this is a good trade for both of us. Yep. Uh, it solves my problem because Kittle and Dawson Knox are out. Yeah. So it solves my t- tight end spot for a little bit. Mhm. Um like I said I think
1: I think you are overpaying for it but the necessity of now kind of weighs out the balance yeah, of that. Yeah. I so. think
0: it's it's now plus getting pits as my tight end for the future helps. Yes. as well as Tony Pollard was going to be a drop well, that if too. I wanted to fill my roster, Tony Pollard, unfortunately, even though I didn't want to, I mean, was going to get cut.
1: Personally, I would have cut Madison over Tony
0: Pollard, but that they man. both would have had to go. Y- well, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my problem. I had too many holes on my team. Yeah, yeah. Because I needed a tight end, a running back, or a tight end, a quarterback, and potentially another player. Yeah. So Madison Pollard and heck, and somebody, Damien Williams. We're
1: probably wow. all going. Okay, yeah, I mean, and we can go. We can roll this this conversation right into the preview for next yep. week because welcome to the bye apocalypse boys, because this is the only week this season that six teams are going on bye. Is it the only it's week? It's the only week, I checked. It's and the- <laughs> not only is it
0: six teams, it is six heavy-hitter teams. Heavy-hitters. We have over 35, <laughs> probably closer to 40 fantasy-relevant players That'd on bye. Yeah. If you do that, that's pretty much five players mm-hmm. average— um that's nuts no that's four players average that's yeah. essentially our bench we have a six player bench yeah that's essentially our bench that's on by and if you have a lot of investment
1: in the six teams which are buffalo dallas and jacksonville chargers minnesota vikings and pittsburgh steelers you're gonna have a bad time this week oh uh, and yeah. joe can <laughs> explain because joe who do you have on by this week?
0: so first matchup of the week <laughs> it's me versus christian this is probably the, the matchup that's most heavily involved in this bye week i think so uh, by apocalypse um i have Dak, cd lamb Najee Harris, keenan allen dawson knox tony pollard and alexander madison all on by yeah christian head uh amari cooper chase claypool the pittsburgh defense devin singletary and cole beasley all on by yeah um now i do not have uh keenan allen of course i do not have tony pollard of course which helped save it um i mean let's be real here going into the preview making that
1: trade and putting in Derek carr who you just picked up because of that trade and kyle pitts into your lineup you're still projected for 96 points yes (laughs) so this trade this this spy week stuff definitely still affects you
0: yeah i mean if you look at my team the only starters i'm really starting right now are joe mixon and antonio brown and antonio brown is dealing with an ankle injury. Yep. And I have to play him this because week. Because your bench, who we have a six-person bench
1: and two IR slots, all filled, all on by, or uh, in the case of the IR slots, hurt. Yes. So, it's uh, not a good-looking week, but probably the best week for Christian to face you. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Best, best
0: week to face him. <laughs> and you know what? At the same time, probably the best week for me to face Christian. Or... The best opponent for me to have during this week
1: because of the buy situation. Because Christian also dealing with a lot of byes, especially with Devil Singletary, Cole Beasley, Cooper, and Claypool, yeah. and the Steelers D, who he's been riding because you know, Steelers fan. So I
0: don't have to go against Amari Cooper, exactly, taking, or no uh, nullifying my Dak Prescott points, right? Um, I think I am a hundred percent ready to give up this loss. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, I, I will. Mean, I will give this
1: one to Christian because going to this it looks like right now it's a it's a forty point blowout. But
0: 30, but thirty point. If I pull this off, I got some fucking big brain if, plays. If in you
1: there. pull this off, this would be a miracle. And you want to know how I think you're going to pull this off, Tim Patrick? N- I mean, no, no? <laughs> no, that's that's not my first guess because I think tonight's game is going to be shitty all around, except if you played any of the defense. Um, I think this game is going to be c- close because. Joe Mixon's gonna I think gonna have an amazing game this week. I, I think this so. is not gonna be a throwing week for Cincinnati. And another big, big uh thing here, I think Kyle Pitts is gonna get twenty points. Let's go. You know, personally. I should, I should personally. pick
0: up Matt Ryan.
1: I mean he's not been the best. I don't pick don't a, don't, say the I you don't, pick Matt don't say things on the podcast you don't mean. Matt Don't say things on the podcast you don't mean. To stack <laughs> with Kyle Pitts and to take away Cordell Patterson's points. I mean that would be a move, but it would be you saying, you know, hey, either Mike, you're saying, hey, either my quarterback is going to be working against Christian or not working for me. I'm
0: just saying, <laughs> no, it's, it'll be both. It'll be I working mean, for if, me, yeah, if, he, if he throws to Kyle,
1: Kyle Ridley, or Calvin Ridley, sure, but I'll
0: put it this way: Derek Carr is not. Set in stone, my 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 quarterback
1: All right. going into either this. way. I think Joe Mixon and Kyle Pitts are going to be big scores for you. I think that uh, Khalil also because that game is supposed to be a rain game on Sunday. I think he's going to have a lot more carries.
0: I don't. I hope he doesn't get too many carries. I hope he's getting a lot of pass action because the okay. Bucks' defense is very good at run defense. Their passing defense is a little shoddy. From what um, I've seen
1: of Khalil, though, I think he's he's a good he's a good player. So I think if he does get if he does need to run it into the D line, I think it being rainy there and him being a little more slippery will help the situation.
0: And you know, I have my eyes on some players on the waiver wire. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a chance that uh what's his face Damian Williams will not be on my roster depending on how things go I don't want to play um to Chicago Bears defense and no even though idea. I spent $71 on him he immediately got covid for 2 weeks uh, so it and, might be And, a and drop the fact though.
1: that he might not even play this week it's definitely yeah he might be a drop We got some we got some
0: Sunday morning moves yeah. we'll see how this goes I
1: think Christian's team I think Higby's going to do okay I think he's going to do all right and I think Aaron Jones is going to put up old school Aaron Jones numbers, mm-hmm. so I think that's going to be the big worry for you. But I mean, we'll see how it goes. I think Lamar Jackson is going to have a little bit of a bounce back. Hey, I, if Hunter Renfro does gonna,
0: anything, Derek Carr's got those points.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm still going to give this one to Christian. But I'm going to
0: give it to Christian. too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is going <laughs> to be is, this, is this is a rough be, week for both of you, but I think it's way worse for week for you. This is the these are the best types of weeks. This this is the one week where I don't have to care about fantasy football. <laughs> I don't you have say to sh- that, but then you're going to be down Sunday. I don't know. If I'm down, <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it. If I'm winning, it's going to be the hypest shit
1: ever. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. And uh, like I said, Christian, wish you all the best because, I mean, this is going to be a little bit of a sloppy match for both of you.
0: I enjoyed seventh for as long as I was here, but <laughs> let's see where we end up next week. I mean, hey. Next up uh, we have Brian versus Dom. Um yes. I think this is a three and three matchup, right? It is three on three versus three and three. All right, Brian, you have Mike Williams and Tyler Bass on by. Dom has yeah. Deontay Johnson and the Bills D on buy. I think yes. this bye week hurts Dom a little bit more than you do. Personally, you. yes.
1: The defense is definitely worse than the uh, kicker in my in my situation. Yes,
0: the Bills' defense, besides for last week, has been very good. Mm-hmm.
1: And Dom picking up a defense starts the Raiders. Speaking the of Raiders. Dak uh, Derek Carr, so um, I think this is going to be an uphill battle for me again because I see a lot more green on Dom's side than I do my side. <laughs> so this is how I'm going to go for it. All right, I'll let you explain it because I obviously can't comment um, on the
0: match. I'm going to give you a. Slight advantage to this. Okay. Um, I wanna look up some stats on somebody real quick. Mainly reason is Dom has is playing a lot of questionable players. I do think he's that's the one thing that'll save me. Antonio Gibson, who we don't know if he's gonna start yet. He um, was practicing in full today though. Right. But they don't know they don't, they they don't know how his, his shin's gonna hold yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Chase Edmonds who might be losing losing his job. Right. You have Kenny Galladay, who missed a practice again today, and this mm-hmm. is questionable. Yep. He missed last week. Yeah. Um, and you also have Allen Robinson, who is getting a limited practice yesterday. Um, right. He's going up against a Bucks defense. I guess they could give up some passing points. Yeah. But he hasn't been great this year. No. And the good thing for me is that all those guys are hurt.
1: Um, but the bad thing is that Dom also has Corey Davis on his bench, and he has uh, Elijah Mitchell, who can plug and play
0: for a running back spot. I don't think he'll play Corey Davis. Corey Davis only scored uh, 1.8 points against the New England Patriots earlier this year. Well, I mean, if uh, Gallaudet uh, or Robinson don't go, right? Then obviously, maybe, maybe that's be- have an maybe that's better for you. Yeah, I, I mean, think hey. I think Dom will <laughs> have big weeks out of Debo and uh, DJ Moore. I was trying to trade for Debo Samuel. Hey. Uh, with that same trade. I was trade. two at
1: one point for something, but hey. You know. That same
0: trade was offered for Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. Um, Dom did not want to give it up. Okay. I don't blame him. Hey, listen. Um, but I think Dom's team relies on Debo and DJ. Yeah. And Patrick, of course. Um, I, I will say on
1: my side though um uh, my team is in a lock sanders is still a big question mark for me that's yes. that's i mean depending on if i want to put him over Pittman or possibly harris i
0: believe the coach said they came out and said they need to get sanders uh more more play time yeah
1: that's what i've heard before and here uh, we are.
0: It, it worked that one week for robert woods yeah well um i think Darrell williams is a good counter for you. Yeah. Uh, he can vulture a couple of Mahomes' touchdowns. 100%. Uh, Chuba, Chuba has a pretty good matchup against the Giants. Yep. Yeah, I'm good with that. Um, the question, I think, is does Shepard play? Right. And if Shepard doesn't play, obviously, I'm going to put in um, Sanders. Heyman? Sanders over here oh, okay. I mean, uh, if Shepard doesn't play, that's all I got. <laughs> and if, if Harris is actually going to lose any touches to Stevenson.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think that that'll... Hopefully, be a one A one B situation or a pass catcher kind of deal. I think Harris is in a lot of trouble. Or I'm sorry, not Harris. Stevenson is in a lot of trouble with Bill Belichick for not pass protection uh, on Mac Jones. So th- we'll see how that
0: situation develops through the week. So very close matchup. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna win slightly. Okay. Uh, I think Dom's team has been underperforming lately. After a solid start from him, I mean, right now projections are one eighteen to one twenty favoring Don. I mean, so all the projections are going to be yeah, this I week. Yeah, I know.
1: So, so we'll see how this goes. I will obviously think that I'm going to win. I think uh, Chuba is going to have a pretty blow up game, and I think I'm going to have a problem against, like you said, Debo and DJ Moore. So,
0: next up, we got Johnny versus John Lolly. This match, I'm actually this uh, match. Another. This is probably our closest and highest rated. Uh, Projection-wise, yeah, I
1: think this is um, this is kind of like one of those Nostradamus matches, where I think this is a match where Johnny, the current champion, is going against Lolly, who wants to be another uh, champion, um, probably the best contender for the both, champion. Both
0: are three. Are three-time champions.
1: Yep, one's four. Johnny is four and two, and Lolly is uh, two two and four. four, But they both have two wins under their belt. So two
0: win-win streaks. And
1: right now, the the projections are looking for Lolly, and I think this one could swing either way.
0: So Johnny, Johnny being hurt most on this week, he has uh, Justin Herbert. Dalton Schultz, Emmanuel Sanders, and Greg the Lake on bye. While Lolly has Cook and Marvin Jones. While he gets Cook back for one week, he goes immediately into bye. But you up. know what? Rest you him rest them up. up. You want yeah. that. Yeah,
1: you want that. You rest them up so you don't re aggravate something, give him a chance to get some like conditioning, and you immediately come back after the bye. Fresh legs. I th- I would like that, obviously. You know, going I'm, with the uh, Dalvin Cooks. This is
0: this is an interesting matchup. It is. Um. So going into the week, Johnny picked up Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. uh, to fill in for Herbert. He picked up uh, Ricky Seals Jones mm-hmm. to to fill in for Dalton Schultz. Right. Um. The the big questions is is he going to keep Robbie I, Anderson in? I think. Robbie Anderson
1: gets his first 15-plus game this week. Okay. And I think Sam Darnold will either have a under-10 or over-20 point game. Okay. Because that's, I think, how Sam Darnold operates. He's either going to have an amazing game or he's going to have an absolute shit game. And I think Robbie Anderson being – I think that's, it's going to depend on whether what Robbie Anderson does. If Robbie Anderson does real well, obviously it's going to reflect on Sam Darnold.
0: Sam so. Darnold kind of having a homecoming game this week. Mm. Uh, he'll be back in MetLife Stadium. It's not against the Jets but he will be back in MetLife Stadium so we'll right. see if he has like kind of you know he put he put the Jets in their place when he put, when they played each other mm-hmm. in in Carolina week 1 yep. we'll see if uh he comes back to MetLife and throws down on on the Giants
1: yeah the big thing being in Carolina obviously is that CMC is on IR and while you might not think it that does affect the entire team including Robbie Anderson and Sam Darnold
0: so yeah, this is going to be a matchup. This is going to be a good matchup. Yeah. I think it's going to come down to the running backs. Um, and Johnny's running backs are primed, right? Johnny now. has the prime running backs with great matchups with Alvin Kamara and Derrick Henry. Um, but Lolly has 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 running backs that have great matchups and good potential. Um, Darrell Henderson has been a beast this year, uh, mm. scoring over 15 points every game except the game he was out. Or... He scored fourteen points week four, but every other game was above fifteen points. Right. Putting up twenty three point seven points last week. Mm. Uh James Conner can have a breakout game this week. Yep. Um you know, he did he did put up seventeen points and nineteen points three and four. Mm. Um so he could take over against a beat up Houston. Texans defense.
1: Yeah, on the other side though, I do like Lolly's wide receivers over Johnny's. Uh, Johnny's starting Robert Woods. Robert Woods has been getting more involved in the pass game for sure, but Cooper Cup is still getting the majority of touches over mm-hmm. there. And Brandon Cooks, as much as Johnny wants to root for Cooks, I mean, he's not been having a great season so no. far. He's been a little bit. Journeyman. No, no,
0: Cooks has, has had a has had a solid season, solid for him. start, but I mean, it's not it's not been the best. Eh, I, no, I'm not, I'm going to defend. <laughs> I'm going to defend Brandon Cooks uh okay. this this year he's put up 15 points 18 points 16 points he had two down weeks at seven yeah. points and three points he came back with 13 points and he's playing with david davis mills um i understand that but i this, think this I week think, though this it week is it is against, a, against cardinals arizona
1: yeah that's the reason why i don't think that brandon cooks is gonna have a good week uh and again dk metcalf on lolly's side doesn't have Russell wilson and they're going against new orleans who has some pretty good uh cornerbacks. So yeah. I think the defense is definitely going to show up in the passing game for both the, both the teams, but I think Lolly's passing game is going to be a little better.
0: I think the the X factor here. Well, Lolly's playing Mike Davis. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that actually goes. I think the X factor here is Jalen Waddle. He's yes. playing Jalen Waddle, who has played amazing under Tua. I love it. Um, uh, not so much over. Hasn't played well with uh, Jacoby. Right. But Tua is back. Jalen Waddle could be that X factor for Lolly to take him the win. I will also say that I think,
1: personally. Bengals aren't going to do that good this season i think that t higgins is going to do nothing this week se- this week Nothing. i think he's gonna not a goose egg but i think if he get, does get a catch it's going to be like under three points
0: it's going to be a tough match for them um it, the baltimore defense has had good secondary yes so we'll see if it's going to be a run focus uh lamar jackson game yeah i think it i think that's definitely the way it's going to go so I am gonna give this one slightly to
1: Lolly personally. That's what I said. Yep. I'm going yep. with Lolly. Yep. Yep. Let's let's take Johnny down. Let's move Lolly okay. up. Okay. Uh, the team team against Johnny now. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. Yeah. All right. All right. Moving on to our next match, we got Chris versus Gooby. Um, yes. This is another close matchup. Uh, Gooby has affected pretty pretty strongly this match. Uh, he mm. has Josh Allen on the bench, Zach Moss, Adam Thielen, uh, Lavisca Chenault, the Dallas D, and. The now Tyler Lawrence, who is no longer on his team. Um, yes. Bye.
1: But Chris, on the other hand,
0: only has Diggs.
1: So as far as the bye week uh, with the bipocalypse, this is definitely
0: affecting Gooby way more than it is affecting yeah, Chris. Yeah, and right now we have projections. Gooby beating Chris by five points, but Chris still has Stefan Diggs in his lineup. So we'll see what move he makes there to change that. Right. Um. He might run two. Run- I, I would say he'd run two Two tight ends this week yeah, with I Ertz mean, hey, and, and Dallas Goddard. Now they're on different
1: teams. I'm okay with that. Especially because they said that uh, Ertz is going to play this week. Yep. So, hey, I, I'm down for that. Um, I think this is going to be the week that Gooby's team, now called Can You Feel It? Um, when his when Adam Thielen is on by. Yeah. But I think this is going to be the week that Gooby will start to feel pressure from his uh, thin roster, yeah. personally. I so, mean, obviously, with a lot of the buys, that's going to be a, a, a given, but I mean, I think
0: this is really
1: going to show that he's going to start having to use this fab and shit.
0: So, for, to make up for the holes in Gooby's lineup, he picked up Ryan Tannehill, which is a pretty decent matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs, if his wide receivers are back and healthy. Right. Um, if not, that's going to be, we're going to be looking at that as a bonehead pickup. Mm. Um, you know, he has a lot of questionables on his team. Uh La- La- Marcus, or Latavius Murray has been Up and down. He's been out <laughs> all week so yeah. far. Yeah. Uh Julio Jones, uh stacking him with Tannehill has been out. Uh yep. he was back today, but he's practicing limited with a hamstring, so that's easily um Wow, what a Easily re-injurable. Oh, yeah. He can easily re-aggravate that. Yeah, for sure. re-aggravate. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I was looking for. <laughs> and the other big move he picked up, he picked up, uh, what's this guy's name? St. Brown.
1: Oh, Amaross St. Brown. Who's St. Brown. Who's supposed to be one of the like top
0: receivers in Detroit, but he will be the top receiver in Detroit. So. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, he's also playing Jamal Williams. So, his flex is two Detroit players. Uh, we'll Detroit see how that Detroit has goes. not been a high-powered offense. Against the Rams defense. Um, it, I mean, defense. it's looking like good matchups, but the Rams defense know how to put on pressure. Yeah, they do. They I think know how to take away balls.
1: Yeah, I think... Surprisingly, I think that Gooby's going to get a lot of his points this week from Calvin Ridley. I think this is the one week he shows up.
0: Calvin Ridley, after a personal issue, comes back after a bye. Um, so he had two.
1: So had two weeks off mentally. He might not like be a hundred percent, but physically, legs are fresh. He'll be fresh, and he's going against Miami. Miami's got a paper thin defense.
0: Yeah. So, um, we're gonna see how this one works out. Tennessee just went up against who was that? Was that that was against the the the, the Raiders right last week? Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee was against the Raiders. They were against, they were against, against Buffalo. Ba- yeah, Buffalo. Oh, and, uh, Buffalo.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, the Monday night
0: game. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> Tennessee was up against Buffalo. Buffalo had a, you know, Josh Allen had a great week, so Patrick Mahomes potentially has a big week coming up. Yep. Um so Tyreek Hill, I'm going to look at Tyreek Hill, uh, DeAndre Swift, um as Chris's big scores this week. Okay. Uh those are his big scores every week. I um, think and this is going to be a
1: hot take. Oh. As as much as uh as much as A I just ragged on Chris's running back situation with A. J. Dillon, I think AJ Dillon is gonna get over 15 points this week
0: oh i like it i think AJ, <laughs> i think i think green bay is in a good position this yeah week. i think they're in a good position
1: and i think uh they're gonna do change of pace with uh even though i said um aaron jones is gonna do good for um christian i think it's also gonna be a great week for dylan i think it's gonna be a lot of the running backs in green bay and not a lot of the passing
0: i'll put it up here i think dallas goddard's gonna come back uh at least a touchdown this week okay against the raiders um, I think that's going to be big, and you know, I think Gooby's defense—that's going there's going to be a big tipping point. Uh, Chris's defense is going to yes. have a big tipping point over Gooby's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna give Chris the slight edge to this one.
1: I, I'm gonna give this one to Gooby personally. Okay. I'm gonna give this one to Gooby, and I think it's gonna be very close, though. Yeah. I like, think it's gonna be super I think it's close, be super, super rare.
0: Or it's gonna be one team scores one fifteen, another team scores under hundred. I'll say under eighty if it goes that way. All right, <laughs> and then our last matchup, our matchup of the week, uh, we have the two, the one and two teams. Uh, we have Mike versus Kevin. Yep. Um Our big heavy hitters. We have Mike being brutalized. Yeah. By buys. He has Zeke, James Robinson, the Minnesota Vikings defense, and Tyler Conklin all on by Kevin has Eckler, Justin Jefferson, and Chris
1: Boswell. And while well, it might not be as many buys as you and Christian, those are definitely top tier buys for uh, both Kevin and Mike.
0: Yeah. Uh so you know, there there's strategy out there where, you know, you you want to stack all your buys that way, you just you take oh, that yeah. one loss. Oh yeah. Luckily Mike can spare one loss right now. He can't doesn't doesn't want to. <laughs> unfortunate thing is he's giving that loss to
1: Kevin. Yeah, so that's definitely not something you wanna see, especially because if you do give a loss to Kevin, he's probably gonna be top of the hill, right? Mm-hmm. I mean so I mean Mike's gonna do everything he can to fight this. I think the obvious the obvious flaw in this entire game plan for Mike is going to be his running back situation.
0: Yeah. He picks up Mark Ingram. We spoke about that. He's st- starting running backs are Mark Ingram, Michael Carter. And Mark Ingram against Arizona is not the best play. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really know how I feel. I mean, looking at the rest of it, Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. He's been having a great year. Cortland Sutton has a good matchup tonight. Um, I'm worried about Scary Terry. Mm-hmm. Uh Green Bay actually has a pretty good secondary, and he's been banged up a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I, I, you know what? You know what I would do right here? What? I'm, I'm taking out. I'm switching the quarterbacks. You're going with Aaron Rodgers. I'm going with Aaron Rodgers Ooh. this week. Okay. We I... we just spoke about how Aaron Jones and Dylan. and and Dylan are going to have monster weeks. But you know what? Aaron Rodgers also does for you. What's that? It blocks or it hurts Devonte Adams. It
1: does because if Aaron Rodgers airs it out big, Devonte Adams is going to catch that. And speaking to Kevin's team with Devonte Adams, I don't think this is going to be a high scoring week for Devonte Adams, even though he's projected for twenty points. Yeah. So, uh, going back to Mike's team real quick, I think
0: he's. I mean, be, I guess I guess Tom Brady also, you know, affects Mike Evans on Kevin's team and Fournette. But I would rather take out devontae adams and mike evans i
1: mean mike evans and fournette so yeah but fournette is going to run the ball he's not really going to catch it too much yeah i mean either way i mean i think mike's team is a little scary in the top half the bottom half i think the people that are going to get the most points are going to be cup obviously yep and i think sutton's going to have a pretty good game
0: i think when we when this game is all said and done um kevin will be will be victorious. Uh, Kyler Murray, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, and Marquise Hollywood Brown all have plus matchups this week. Yeah. He's a lot of green on that side. Yeah. Um, And I mean, unfortunately with that trade or fortunately for Kevin, his team's actually going to get a little stronger. Uh, He's going to have to make a couple more decisions. He's a little stacked or he has a lot of uh, wide receivers Mm -hmm. um, that he's going to have to make decisions going on. But you know, Eckler, Keenan Allen and Justin Jefferson all on buy this week. Uh, he won't have to worry about any 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 wide receiver buys coming Ye- up.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to have to give this one to uh, Kevin unless something big or drastic happens with Mike, i.e. like a big trade or waiver pickup. So I this one's definitely probably going to be Kevin's game if nothing changes from what we're seeing here.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be, let's see, I'm going to say Kevin's in the 140s, Mike will be in the 120s.
1: I think I'm going to give this one Kevin in the 120s, Mike in 110. I Ooh. think it's going to be a little closer, but I think Kevin's still going to take it.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, there we have it. There's our Week 7 preview. We're going to get out of here and go watch this game. Yeah. It's going to be a terrible game, but it's going to be a fantastic game. I
1: mean, it's going to be a fantastic week for football. Uh, everybody get your trade fingers ready. The NFL trade uh, deadline is the 2nd of November.
0: So this year, that's the NFL yeah, trade and a line half from now,
1: the NFL trade line. Currently, the uh, Bro League trade line is Thanksgiving. So we have a little more time. Um, but just be aware that if any players are going to shift, it's going to be before the deadline. So with that, we will um, sign off,
0: drop our heads, bless those knees, bless the knees. And we'll see you next week. Have a little we. bit later next week. We'll be uh, Friday. cast. We'll be
1: dropping on Friday, Friday cast next week.
0: And then we'll be back to Thursdays after that. Spooky but cast. We'll see you uh, <laughs> next Friday. Yeah. Next Friday. Peace. Later.